0: All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 220 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'll be your guide on this highway of madness. Julian Gill, admin on the Kiss FAQ message board. No, I'm just kidding. Today's a, just a continuation of the last episode where we recap some of our thoughts about the year, 2018. In this segment, I'm joined by what the podcast is supposed to be about. Members of the board, viewers of the show, friends, to recount their memories. Yesterday, we did our regular cast of characters who uh, recapped our thoughts at the time. And um, today we're joined by Bill, Brad, Nils, and of course uh, one of our additional participants on the FAQ podcast on a regular basis, Alex, who will uh, go through there. So join me while we uh, dig into those clips. And again, thank you all for your support this year. Thank you for watching this episode, the last one, and we look forward to entertaining you or annoying you in 2019. Happy New Year. Alex, it's good to see you again. It seems like uh, we don't get together enough on the podcast enough this year with schedules and whatnot. So thank you very much for taking the time just to have a quick conversation, talk about uh, some of the things that stand out in your mind for 2018. So let's jump straight into your top kisses of 2018. They don't have to be in any order. What are the
1: standout
0: uh, things that have taken place that have uh, really resonated with you?
1: You know, uh, number one, I, I, you know, give or take what's kind of transpired with the year uh, with this fella. I've uh, <laughs> got a great picture. But uh, Mr. Vinny Vincent's return, um, you know, give or take what's happened with your thoughts and feelings. Um, those of other podcasts who feel burned or anything, just him coming out out of the woods. And, and you know, and in a sense, I must maybe give us some closure for many that sit there and go, okay, he's alive. <laughs> Seems pretty well. Uh, I think that's that's the number one right there. Um, something I didn't expect to happen. I was afraid it was going to be almost like a Sid Barrett situation. And yeah, the international man of mystery. No one was too
0: sure. There were some awkward little glimpses into Vinny's life through unfortunate circumstances. And now we've seen him. We know that he's vertical. He has a pulse. He's generally healthy. Um not without a little bit of drama, but uh, there you go. He, he, he made a return to the stage successfully this year. And uh, I, I think as a fan, especially you and I weren't fans in the 1983 when uh, he was a current member of KISS. So that, that's something that we've not gotten to experience or actually see Vinny active in the KISS community. Wonderful.
1: Yeah, very much so. Um, and second one that I think has been great has been Spaceman, uh, Ace Frehley's latest album. Um, I, I showed sentiments on the message board. Um, you know, give or take, there's going to be tracks that I prefer over other ones, but he really gave a solid, uh, effort, uh, this year on an album. Uh, considering, and I like, I like songs off Anomaly and Space Invader, but there was the key words. I like the you know, phrase, I like songs. You know, it wasn't a full album that kind of captured me and stuff. And I, and I feel Ace really kind of hit out of the park. Um, I use the phrase quality over quantity. And I hope he can keep that same formula up.
0: I want to and, put you on the spot right now and make sure my fingers yeah. in the camera. <laughs> What's your favorite song on the album?
1: I like Quantum Flux. Um, that but works. I really like, I really like Ace's instrumentals that he's done. Um, I think, uh, I think it was kind of somebody on, on the, the episode mentioned about, you know, it'd be cool to see Ace do an instrumental, all instrumental album. And I think, uh, it would be fun. And, but I think, uh, like Quantum Flux, he captured that spacey feel that you get in Fractured Mirror. And that, of course, goes to my next uh, big uh, kiss was Ace performing his 1978 solo album. Uh, No idea why it took him so long to jump on board. Um, I think they're saying that uh, at the event yesterday that um, he hopes to do a a live CD-slash-DVD performance of the album, and I I think that's a great idea. I also hope he'll he'll maybe throw in some some added goodies you know maybe maybe throw in dark light or save your love um whether it's he does the album and does an encore with those songs or if he mixes it into it um and then another th- thought that came to mind i think it would be really cool even if it was maybe just a bonus of them rehearsing and, and fooling around um but as if maybe ace played a little bit of all for nothing that outtake from the 78 solo album just as like a as a giggles like thing and stuff you know hey you guys probably haven't heard this one and, you know, this was supposed to be on the album, but I took it off. Better guess, yet, be finish
0: cool. the song and it. You know, too. And, and there's your encore. You know, hey, Curly, this song would have been on or was written for, and here it is, first time, you know, and wow, th- th- that's great.
1: Exactly. And it would be, a, I think it would be a, a big selling point, um, for that. Um, and then the other, uh, big kiss is, uh, kiss announcing the end of the road tour um you know taking advantage now before uh things uh go down um you know <laughs> it would have really stunk if there wouldn't have been an opportunity to have an end of the road tour and so i think that the announcing it and getting out there is is exciting and and i hope um they're able to put on the great show um and and that you know i leave that as open to whatever they need to do to to make that a, a great show uh and and so forth whether it's uh Sonic lube or anything like that. (laughs) Going to have to trademark that phrase, I think. (laughs) I agree. I agree. And the last one I have is uh, Gene Simmons Vault. Uh, Ah. Go to genesimmonsvault.com if you want to order one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Except you can,
1: actually. (laughs) Nice try, though. (laughs) I guess so. Maybe they'll do something on the tour. But um, just so the leftover remaining ones. But, um, you know, I didn't get a vault. Um, I've heard some of the stuff. Uh say that uh carefully. But you know what a great package that he put together and stuff. And and give or take, I you know I had my opinions on, on a bit of the price point, especially with the never being really a vault experience close by to where I am in Idaho or even uh, the Salt Lake, Utah area. And so uh, the, Or that basically time zone. Yeah, time zone. And so that was a bit disappointing on that, and so I really wish they would have had a, a bit of a package there. I know with the last vault, the Vegas one that um, was canceled and, and, and for appropriate reasons too, and of course my condolences to Gene and his family and so forth. But I know they, uh, they did like a partial refund for those people. You know, hey, we're going to give you some money back. Um, from what I've heard and and you know, they of course, they got their vaults for those that went and, and they got a partial refund. So I kind of wish there'd been a bit more of a, a price point, you know, hey, you're not coming to the vault experience. We'll give you a discount in price because I think I probably could have worked something around that. <laughs> it was a little more difficult to go to the wife and say, hey, babe, I want to spend 2000 bucks on a box set of CDs and five minutes with Jean. So I think it's worth it Uh, for her, not so much.
0: Yeah, especially, you know, the PayPal plan was, uh, I thought, a great thing that actually let people do installments because, you know, it's a lot of money to try and come up with, you know, straight out of the box. Uh, What happened in Vegas, uh, you know, is I think they did refund everyone, but a few people contacted them and said, hey, I still want the vault, you know, and even though I realize it's not going to be signed or, you know, customized, and I'm not going to have the meet and greet. So I, I, I don't know what was done whether things worked out because I know some people were posting that they had gotten their vaults and that I think maybe I hope opens up the possibility for Gene Simmons offering a non-meet-and-greet version of the vault that you just get basically by mail order, or maybe they can just have Gene go in and sign all of them on top and not have them uh, customized or dedicated in any way, uh, or even unsigned, whatever you know, so that people can participate in it. You know, certainly the cancellation of Vegas at a you know such late notice it was just beyond. Um, anything that they could have envisaged or wanted. I mean, I, I guarantee you this, Gene would much rather have not had to cancel Vegas, simply because what canceling Vegas meant to him uh, as a person, and no one wants family issues whatsoever. Um, so, very sad circumstances, and who knows what 2019 may bring for that.
1: Exactly, exactly. I am hoping uh, that could be the kids' fault, but <laughs> that's so, one of my hosts for 2019. <laughs> let's do baby steps and have the Ace yeah. Frehley Vault. That's that true. That, And I think somebody at one of those uh, interviews uh, kind of threw the idea towards him. So, hopefully, uh, maybe he'll jump on board with that.
0: Because you already have the Paul Stanley Vault, which is basically Kisteria every Kiss album, you know, because Paul didn't waste a lot of effort on other songs. Let's talk about, uh, let's just go to um, Kiss branded lumps of coal. Is there anything for you that you'd consider that lump of coal in your stocking this year that uh, just did not work for you on a personal level, or something that didn't quite hit the mark that you
1: thought it would? You know, um, and and I didn't go on the cruise, so I I totally didn't realize my whole opinion is invalidated in a sense. Um, but I really wish, when looking back on anything, they could have maybe have had Ace jump on board uh, when he did shock me. Um, I, I was great that they did have Ace do the unplugged segment and everything like that. And of course, the you know, Kiss running through the potentially the end of the road tour set totally makes, uh, 100% complete sense. I know, I guess I'm a huge, uh, it's like photos. I'm a huge guy of let's capture the moment. Let's, let's get what, what could be the picture moment, you know, thing. I mean, I've said it before. One of the big things that's disappointed me with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh besides obviously the performance was there wasn't a photo of all seven guys together like i think like how cool would that have been they've had a photo like that and i think uh i think it's andy moya <laughs> i think he's one of the guys if, if he gets a picture you know he'll want to take a picture that he could get signed by all the people like if see someone like him and other ones would have been like i got to get all seven signatures on on this photo and so a little bit i just sometimes go like oh man like did we miss the moment and stuff um and so I, I wish there would have been a little bit more like that. And, of course, I'm um, interested to see what 2019 brings with the end of the road with previous members of the band.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm like that as well. I mean, I will as much as I love Asylum, and I would love to have a signed Asylum cover over my desk because what the album means to me. Because I can't have Eric Carr sign it, I will never ask Gene or Paul or Bruce to sign a copy of Asylum for me because it will always be complete. And I will never buy one because I didn't obtain the autographs myself. So, you know, missing out on that opportunity to have the, all the living members of the band kind of together at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is one of those things. But let's not dwell on the negative. Let's yeah. end this little segment, you know, positively. What, as a KISS fan, are you looking forward to in 2019? What's the one thing that you hope for above all other things when it comes to this band that we love?
1: Uh, more music releases whether it's um more vinyl i think they've hit it out of the park with uh the rock and roll over uh colored vinyl that is a beautiful the way the color i know uh, there has been golden and whatnot but i feel like they really captured the color of the yellow border around rock and roll over on that cover and i think there's potential uh for them so you know more music releases whether it's vinyl um i love to say more deluxe editions um and I'd love to even just see maybe a, a 45, uh, single, uh, for the end of the road tour. I think, you know, it's been kind of discussed, like, oh, there's really no music behind it. And, you know, I was just singing the other day. I was like, oh man, like it'd be cool if they maybe did Are You Ready? Um, maybe tweaked it up, get some Paul Stanley little isms in the song and stuff, like he does on, um, on the song Standoff Sonic Boom. Um, and then, uh, you know, maybe throw on as a B side, uh, whether they go re-record something or they, uh, they just throw on a demo. Um, I always thought it was really cool, uh, the interpretation or the rendition of mistake that Paul did on the two, um, little solo performances he did on the two previous Kiss Cruises, uh, when he did his little acoustic shows, uh, cause it was a little bit different than the, um, the demo version that, that has circulated for a handful of years now. And I always thought like, Oh man, that'd be cool if they could just go in and kind of finish the song off and stuff. And, you know, they don't necessarily have to go write a new song, but maybe just complete something that they've got kind of lying around. I always think of like when the Beatles did the anthology, uh, they did the, um, uh, free as a board. And I think, uh, the other that one was real, real. Love. and, you know, just two songs, you know, and, and, I think they could do something like that, Kiss, um, and uh, have fun. Make it a make it a forty five with a digital download. Got to buy the forty five uh, vinyl and uh, digital download. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for, twenty nineteen, and just some more music releases.
0: Awesome. Well, Alex, thank you for being a part of the Kiss FAQ podcast this past year. My hope is, of course, that we'll see you on some episodes in twenty nineteen. Um, so you know, enjoy your holiday season. Enjoy your new year. And hopefully, we will have you on an episode as soon as we can, and as soon as you're able, in 2019, as life permits. Hopefully so. Thank you so much. Thanks, Alex. Hey, so I'm joined by Bill. You know, uh, I got to meet you earlier this year, which was really cool. So, uh, you know, first, tell us a little bit about yourself as a Kiss fan.
2: Well, I've been a Kiss fan since uh, about 77, 78. Uh, Got introduced to the great Rock and Roll Over album. Of course, handed down by a cool uncle. Actually, it was a best friend's cool uncle who uh, handed it down to us. And uh, we, uh, you know, just that lit the fire. What a better place to start.
0: No better place whatsoever. Yeah, and one of my favorite all-time favorite KISS albums to this day. So let's talk a little bit about 2018. What are some of your top kisses from the year? And they don't have to be in any particular order. Just some of the things in your personal history that stand out as we look back at the year.
2: Well, you know, that's the thing is, uh, I've kind of stewing over this and you started off with a top 11 and I couldn't get anywhere near 11. I kept thinking, well, I was really only active, uh, with a lot of stuff as far as doing things the second half of the year. But, uh, for starters, KISS just being active in the public eye and, you know, we were getting news on almost a daily basis as soon as the year turned over. And uh, I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, it, it really probably if you look back at the week by week, if there was a week without KISS news there, I couldn't think of it. You know, no, And, and, and that's people. the part
0: that's so surprising. This band is 45 years old. And their calendar has been full throughout 2018. The fans have been talking about something every day of the year. It's amazing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's like a, actually, Mitch Lafon's posted uh, today that uh, the uh, I think it was the Struts that were supposed to be the hottest thing in 2002, and all, all the washed-up bands like Kiss and the Eagles and White Snake and all of that. You know, 16 years later, they're still touring. And where are the struts, you know, pretty much. Uh, I thought that was a pretty cool thing to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just them being active and, and uh, you know, I can go I can go to Google. And the first thing I see on my Google when I bring it up is a Kiss news story. It's like how amazing is that, you know, after especially when nobody wanted around when they did, you know, for those of us who stuck through them with uh, thick and thin and all that. Oh, I'm having, I need a little beverage here. So, Yeah,
0: I, I agree with that. Cheers.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so being in the public eye, that was, you know, the, the, the great thing of all of it. And I did kind of rank mine from uh, I'm going from like highest uh, from like five down to one. But uh, the number four thing would definitely be the announcement of the final tour. You know, it kind of put everything in focus. It's like you've been doing this for 40 years. This is going to be your big hurrah. And, uh, fortunately things, uh, in my personal life have aligned it to where, you know, I've got tickets. This is going to happen. It's not going to be a guessing game up till the end. I remember the first time I saw Ace Fraley, I was at work and I, uh, my boss said, Hey, we're slow tonight. You want to take the night off? I clocked out from work and drove to Hera Arena and saw Ace Fraley open for Alice Cooper. I mean, it was that that fast of a decision, so I've actually got it as like, okay, I know what I'm doing on March 16th, and uh, you know, it's kind of cool to really have that plan that far ahead. But uh, yeah, the final tour, and uh, you know, I I really hope it can last three years. I hope it can last the, you know, uh, especially into the summer because they're supposed to come back to Cincinnati too in the summer, and that sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. I'll get to see them indoors and out, so that'll be pretty decent.
0: How does that make you feel? I mean, you've been a fan for a long time and this really is it. It's not like, you know, the farewell tour 18 years ago. This really, you know, because of their age, because of our ages as well, for that matter. Um, how do you feel about that? That knowing that you might go to that show and it might be the very last time, not knowing if they're going to come back around on a second run through
2: your area. It's, it's an interesting thing because the perspective has changed from maybe a year ago. Because a year ago, it'd be like saying goodbye to an old friend, watching them get on the plane and fly away. But the way things have been in the past year or so with the involvement with all the great kid Kiss podcasts and definitely the FAQ included, uh, you know, Kiss is going to live on with all of us. So really, they may stop coming to the town, but they're not going away, you know. Every time I can go and contact anybody and even if Facebook goes away, it'd be like, you know, you can shoot a message to to you or to Matt Porter or to Ken Mills or something like that. and You can talk kiss about something like, hey, remember when, you know, that happened and all that. So the whole perspective of it's really changed. And uh, I I think that's, you know, the awesome thing about it, because you're not losing a friend. It's just it's just a little change in the order, you know. You have times when your friends don't come by quite as often, but it, you know, we'll still be able to keep in touch with each other, and uh, you know, still support them, and that's that's where it's going to be great. great. So I don't think it'll really be that much of a difference.
0: Great perspective, thank you. What's your next item?
2: Album releases uh, from the Ace Rockologist being released early in the year uh, to the solo album box set over the at the end of the summer. And uh, I put the BK3 vinyl on here because I'll put it out now. If I don't have that thing ordered by the end of the week, somebody better come hunt me down because it's been burning a hole in my pocket. It's like, oh, I got Christmas shopping I need to do. But it's like I think BK3 is going to happen this week. So, uh, But, you know, just the thing about it is uh, even though it's not necessarily brand new music, it's, it's still just saying, hey, you know, and it's actually replacing stuff that I didn't take such great care of back in the day. So uh, especially with the solo albums, I pulled my old solo albums out and I'm like, oh, my God, these are atrocious. I should beat myself for how I treated them. But, uh, you know, having brand new copies of my colored vinyl and the posters and all of that stuff. And it's just been like, ah, so it's been really exciting to get the new albums. And you just
0: mentioning them all in order. I mean, the amount of vinyl actually that has been released, Rockologist knocked it out of the park with their special, uh, signed and verified issues. Then, of course, we had, I've lost count of how many versions of Spaceman. Um, the solo box, <laughs> the the new Bruce Kulick reissue again of uh, BK3. It's absolutely amazing. It, it, it's fantastic as a collector. And, you know, I really count our blessings with what we do receive rather than uh, what we may have hoped for that didn't come through. And of course, Kiss has put out a couple of colored vinyl releases as well, you know, with the the new rock and roll over and um was destroyer red vinyl this year or
2: last year yeah that was this year i got that i got that one and for some reason i've been holding off on rock and roll over because i just got rock and roll over on black vinyl earlier this year and it's kind of like well do i really need to get it Uh, it's it's burning a hole in my pocket too so
0: it's beautiful it is absolutely gorgeous what they did with that orange i'm absolutely uh, you know sorry to take over but i'm absolutely (laughs) shocked by how good it does
2: look i do i do like the way it looks and i like the translucent vinyl too because uh i did have a little mishap with sound of vinyl on the destroyer issue so um i was kind of worried about that and and i really hate the way they package things and send them to you and i've seen a couple horror stories already pop up and it's kind of like oh man i was glad that the solo box came in good shape but uh yeah i if I can make it past to the first of the year, rock and roll over will probably happen. And then I'm going to be all the way into that colored vinyl rabbit hole. It's like, well, wait, I'm going to get the rest of them now. So, yep.
0: and you know <laughs> that there'll be more coming. All right, let's get, yep. let's move on to your next positive kiss from 2018.
2: Okay. This is going to one I'm going to make you blush a little bit because, uh, y- like I said, you know, I was, I was kind of inactive at the beginning of the year, basically due to financial reasons and stuff like that. But I had a, I had to, pay for my house in September. So those first six, eight months, I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to spend money for this or that or anything like that. But I got to live vicariously through, you know, friends on the Internet and especially the FAQ contributions like you and Lonnie, you know, your involvement with the Vault Experiences and, uh, you know, the Atlanta and the Indie Kiss Expo. I mean, I was actually sitting the weekend of the the Indie Expo, with just enough money to get over there, just enough money to pay my way in and just enough money to pay my way back. And it's kind of like, well, what's kind of the point of doing that? You know, when you can't go, you know, really immerse yourself in the experience. I held off on it and, and I I don't regret it too much, but, uh, I'd got to see all the cool stuff that happened anyway, because of all the people that was there providing information to us. And, uh, A lot of the people I just got done watching the Ace show from the uh, Jersey Expo and for starters, amazing show. I think they did absolutely well on it. And then you had these guys coming in after the video had already posted going, well, it kind of sounds like crap. And why don't you have chairs and stuff like that? And I'm like, are you serious? You're sitting here watching Ace Frehley perform this album probably well most of it for the first time and as best as he's probably played all year and you guys are complaining about this stuff come on seriously but back to the back to the faq contributions you know when you guys did the vault stuff uh you know the vault when it started happening it was still in that window of i gotta really pin this money down and all that stuff but you know where where you did the uh the shows and the in the la show and uh and Lonnie did the Lonnie actually gave you that behind the scenes kind of thing going yeah. on in St. Louis. That was awesome. And I really appreciate him doing that. And then you're you're following up with the Kiss Cruise. That stuff was just fabulous. Just getting that stuff flowing in. And I I really should probably outside of the FAQ, Mike Brunn. Oh my god. All I was gonna awesome mention videos. his
0: name. I mean, if if I if I want to come up with a fan who's an MVP for the year, Mike Brunn is gonna be near the top of that list, if not taking the award for what he shared with us video wise. Amazing,
2: huh? Yeah, definitely top notch. You know, he could probably put out a ten DVD set right now of everything he's recorded. So uh, but that was been pretty awesome. But you know, and then and then on outside of that, you know, just other things with uh you know other kiss related podcasts you know i got to give it up to the kiss room and you know podcast because yep. they've been fully supportive and uh but then you know also on the uh the news update thing where the discussions that really get had like uh you guys were the first like if something happened with the one who shall not be named i'm going to leave them at that because uh if something came up with you know Q is kicking up an episode. We got to do something right now. It didn't matter who showed up for it or whatever. You know, you guys were getting some discussion out there and it wasn't just a bunch of keyboard warriors throwing out whatever they wanted to. There was actual real discussion going on about all those kind of events. And that, that was pretty awesome. So that was my number two.
0: Yeah. I, I, and I totally agree with you. What I loved about this year with the podcast coverage is that uh Joe, and the podcast rock city guys mad at the kiss room podcast between so many of these podcasts um the amount of coverage of different events from different perspectives allowed all of us as fans to enjoy everything in different ways so even though i may have done a a show on a topic to be able to tune into the kiss room and then hear uh, other people calling in or talking about different subjects it's just fantastic as consumers Aegis of rock as well did a lot of uh, Kiss coverage so it's been a great year for listening to shows
2: yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to Ages of Rock and especially Podcast Rock City because, uh, that's something I can lead into my number one with is, you know, I've had these minor conversations online with uh, everybody and, uh, leading into my number one was Rock and Pod Two, getting to go over there and meet you and Ken and and Matt Porter. And the, the first person that said anything to me is I walk in and Jody have not turned around and goes, Laylam's here. And he runs up and gives me a hug. And I'm like, I've never seen this dude in my life and he's hugging me. And this is awesome. You know, But rock and pop was definitely the, you know, the number one thing. And even though it wasn't so kiss centric, you know, it was, it was definitely a culmination of all that good stuff that had been going on through the year. And, uh, you know, when I, when I was leaving Nashville, I was ready to turn around and come back and do it all over again. And I hope to get to do that this year. Uh, Schedule wise. I Bye-bye.
0: hope to I hope to be invited back to Rock and Pod because as a you know it may not have been kiss centric but just to be sitting there interviewing the guys from Stars while the guys from Angel were right behind me I mean yeah. as a fan of music and the 70s I mean it was absolutely sick I'm, I met you there obviously and so many other people again what I find as I get older and hopefully wiser, is that I prefer old school. That's face-to-face, just sitting around. Get up, Offline is convenient. Um, you know, online is convenient for us to be able to get together. But once we meet in person and get together, the gathering of all these different podcasts is just fantastic. So, you know, Chris Sinzak and the Decibel Geek guys, you know.
2: Yeah, super, super shout-out to Chris, because that was, that was absolutely awesome. Uh, I came in... I got hooked up with Devil's Best Geek shortly after Rockin' Pod 1, so I didn't really kind of know what was going on, but then I was just kind of like, oh, this is intense, and I want to be at the next one, and I'm so glad I went, and I'm ready to go again, so that was pretty fab.
0: There you go, Chris. You've got a challenge. All right, so in 2018, (laughs) and I want to keep this positive, but I do have to ask you, did you receive a lump of Kiss-branded coal this year, and if so, what was it that didn't
2: quite meet your expectations or hit the mark? Uh, I think kiss related would be the one who shall not be named. That's pretty much it because I got kind of led on in Atlanta. You know, I was watching all those Atlanta videos and I'm an emotional guy. You know, I'm not afraid to hide my emotions or anything like that, but I'm sitting there watching these videos and I'm kind of going, wow, I really feel for this guy. And he kind of did all this stuff and, you know, this tough time he's been through and then, you know, not Five or six months later, it was like the same old thing all over again. And that was the biggest lump of coal. As far as everything else, you know, it's been absolutely diamonds all the way across the board. Because, uh, but then again, I didn't have my expectations set that high. I didn't, I didn't put out a lot of money on some of the things. And like, you know, I, I, I did want to go to Atlanta, but it didn't work out. And, uh, I'm kind of, well, I, Probably would have got sucked in a little deeper had I went to Atlanta. So I'm kind of glad I didn't. But, uh, outside of that, you know, everything else has just been, I, I recognize, you know, people, uh, find lumps of coals in the, uh, the tracks and the, the ages of the things and, you know, who, who, uh, Gene makes an off color comment to or anything like that. You know, I usually end up laughing at most of the stuff that happens before. I, I get too terribly offended by it, but, um, you know, they're not spring chickens anymore. So I can understand that to where they're, you know, things have to change. You know, I can't run a, uh, you know, a six second, 40 yard dash anymore. I probably couldn't run one when I was 18, but, uh, that, you know, you can't do things when you get that far up in age and I'm just glad they're around, you know, uh When you look at everything else, it's like, you know, some of the people that we lost outside of Kiss, like Tom Petty and, you know, uh, Prince and all of those. And, you know, these guys came up after Kiss and Kiss has persevered, you know, you know, the four original guys are still alive. That's kind of amazing, because I think the only other band that's actually been able to do that, like maybe outside of Easy Top is Journey. I, I believe that all all the guys from Journey are still living, but, you know, you have these other ones. It's like, oh, well, this one passed away in 2014 or this one passed away in 2012 or whatever. And uh, probably most of KISS should have been dead by now, but they've managed to persevere. And uh, I'm just glad they're here.
0: And that's a perfect reminder of, you know, my final question for you is uh, let's end positively. What are you looking forward to in 2019?
2: Um. I don't set my expectations too high because I I know that results in a uh, lessened amount of disappointment, but uh, I'll be happy with whatever they throw at me. You know, if uh, I'm taking two, my two oldest kids to uh, Columbus on March 16th. And uh, I think that's going to be a a pretty cool thing, taking the wife and those two kids. And uh, that will be most of my kids have actually seen kiss. Uh, The youngest one hasn't, but he may end up in Cincinnati with me this summer. So uh, I I just uh, I'll take whatever they give me and, you know, I'll be a, a uh, aware buyer if I don't want to buy it. I won't. But, uh, you know, I'm happy with what they got to offer. So pretty much leave it at that.
0: That's perfect. And on that note, Bill. Thank you so much for taking the time to share with us your thoughts on this year, your hopes for next and a, a little bit about yourself. I know, uh, uh, certainly for myself and the podcasts, uh, the podcasters that I commune with, we very much appreciate people like you who listen to our shows, who offer comments and just enjoy it for what it is. We very much appreciate that. So thank you, Bill, for joining me for this recap for 2018. It's uh, very much appreciated. And I hope that, uh, you know 2019 is a good year for you
2: oh i hope it's the same for you and i hope everybody has a merry christmas and a happy holiday and whatever they tend to celebrate and we'll uh, see you in 2019 and kick it all off again perfect thanks so much thank you julian uh,
0: hey i'm joined by brad to talk a little bit about his uh, top kisses of 2018 his lumps of coal if any uh brad just tell us a little bit about yourself as a kiss fan
3: so I uh yeah, I became a KISS fan. Uh I I, I don't know the date exactly, but uh probably seventy-eight, nineteen seventy-eight, I was six years old. Um friends on the uh in the neighborhood uh were listening to them older older kids. And eventually my babysitter from across the street had the destroyer eight track and she asked me if I wanted to buy it. <laughs> so I went up to my dad and said, Hey, do you have $5? I can, I can borrow. And, and, uh, so that was my first, uh, that was my first kiss, uh, destroyer on eight track wow. from my babysitter. So <laughs> great,
0: great, great story. I mean, that's how so many people got into the band because of older siblings, younger siblings, babysitters, uh, senior sure. figure, a lot of people's stories. So 2018, um, how has that been for you as a Kiss fan, and what are some of your top Kisses from this past year that, as you look back on it?
3: So, I mean, this year has been amazing uh, for me, and I, I feel grateful uh, for it. I mean, this has been the busiest Kiss year I've had since 96, 97, uh, probably, in doing Kiss stuff. So um, everything from the Gene Simmons vault, um, Detroit, January 20th, um, through the Indianapolis Kiss Expo, um, going to, uh, the Rock and Con in London, Ontario to meet Peter Chris. So I met three of the four originals all in, all in one year, which was just amazing for me.
0: Yeah, that, that's one of the most amazing things is how all of the guys in the band have been all around this year. Obviously, you know, I did the, the LA one and Ace was there and Bruce and Eric and then Gene. And then a couple of weeks later, um, uh, if i if, if my timeline's right then it was uh Vinny. so you know th- yes. there was a lot of stuff going on this year with expos great to see peter getting a lot of love and respect um to the places that he was going let me ask you about the vault though how is that as a gift that's uh as you look back on that are you still enjoying it music wise or are you still digesting it like i am
3: Uh, Um, I, I am, I I will say this, your, your interview with Keith Falcor uh, put me over the edge, uh, to buy it. So that, uh, that was, that was fantastic. And then I lived through, uh, the LA experience with you and Sonny, uh, Poonie, uh, given updates and, and then two short weeks later was, was my experience. But I, you know, I've noticed a lot of people have been waiting, uh, to, you know, to, are slowly going through the music. I couldn't wait for the music. So I, I basically was listening to a disc, uh, every day, uh, right after the, the experience. And then I kind of got away from it and came back and I, I keep coming back to a, to a disc here and there. And, uh, I, I love it. I know some people are, you know, maybe not demo people or, you know, not, uh, Not not as interested in, you know, pieces of songs and that type of thing, but that really intrigued me. And that was that was the main reason that I got the vault. I mean, the experience was great, uh, but to have something that you could take home with you, you know, is is what sold me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to digest all that stuff. I mean, it's like getting 11 albums in one shot. It's just <laughs> it's all, a lot. It, it, it causes indigestion. But, you know, thank you for the kind words about the uh, interview with Keith. Yes. You know, that, that was a lot of fun, and I do apologize for putting you over the edge into buying a <laughs> vault experience. Um, while I want to keep this these uh, celebrations generally positive, did you receive a lump of Kiss-branded coal during the year? Was there anything that didn't quite meet your expectations? Anything <laughs> that you wish had just been slightly different or better or, um, you know, just just something that didn't quite hit the mark?
3: You know, and I, I would, well, you know, a couple things. I mean, the Vinnie, the Vinnie Vincent stuff this year has been been disappointing. Um, you know, I'm not not as huge of a fan of his as 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 some people, but he's got history and and I love the albums and his songwriting and all of that. I'm 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 disappointed i guess or, or frustrated with how he's kind of handled some of that stuff i i wish him all the luck as you have i think on all of the podcasts um I, I hope that he can get things figured out and and uh and move forward so that would probably be be the one disappointment this year or coal.
0: then let's look forward to uh, 2019
3: what would you say is the one thing you are most looking forward to next year Oh goodness well i'm I'm going as of right now I'm going to three shows, so i'm I'm taking my wife and my two uh two kids to the Grand Rapids show, uh Grand Rapids, Michigan, and then I'm going with a friend to the Detroit Michigan show about a, a week later, and then this summer, when they announced those that that second leg, uh driving down to Indianapolis, and actually I'm going to hook up with the the Rock of Ages guys um they're they're going at least dennis and bill are going so gonna hook up with them so it's really it's really those shows and and i'm treating this as a as a celebration you know i i went you know went to four or five shows on the farewell tour um uh 19 years ago and uh um that was a little emotional for me you know I'm you know i was 19 20 years younger um, thinking that was going to be the last time, but I'm, I'm treating this a lot differently and, and more as a, as a celebration of the, the 40 years, 40 plus years that I've been a fan. So that's what I'm looking forward to. The ages of rock guys are of course a
0: blast. And oh, yeah, they, they are good people. I've been fortunate to see them, what, uh, t- three times this year. Um, <laughs> A, a lot of times this year, I think I yep. saw them in Atlanta, saw them in uh, Indy, in Indy, in yeah. Indy of course, and yep. then at the Rock and Pod Expo in August. So uh, the ages of Rock Eyes, they're awesome. But you yep. know, you know what? Did you ever? How are you? Is, will this be your children's first Kiss concert? And it are, is. And are you passing it on to the next generation in a way, or are you just saying you have to see this because you're my kid?
3: No, they they want it, They want to go because they they know that this is this is it um my wife's been to seven shows with me she she went to tiger stadium with me um back in 96 it was funny we had met a few years before that and i wanted to get her to do a kiss concert and she said only if they get back together and put the makeup back on and sure enough that happens and and we went there but yeah um they my kids want to go and uh i'm excited to I feel like I'm going to watch them more than the, the band during that that concert just to see their reactions to everything. But uh, really looking forward to that.
0: Absolutely. Side-eye and seeing how they respond to that show <laughs> right. that's been such a part of your life for so long. Well, Brad, yes. thank you so much for joining the KISS FAQ podcast for our look back at 2018. Uh, here's to 2019, and may all your KISS experiences meet your great
3: expectations. Absolutely. Cheers to you, Julian. Thanks again. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Brad. Hey, I'm back
0: with another special guest to recap 2018. And joining me is, of course, Nils from... from Norway. I always get it wrong, so I just didn't want to even... (laughs) <laughs> do, do that again if you remember that post on the uh during the cruise yeah, yeah. When, when i did list your wrong country so there we go What you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself as a kiss fan and uh what you're doing what and where you come from as a fan
4: um i became a fan in uh, 1978 and um uh i've done a lot of fun related projects here in Scandinavia since around 2004. Uh, I ran the website for Kiss Army Norway for a while, and I still have the domain right now, but it's quite dead right now. And I've had a site called kissfanzine.com for a while. That's also quite dead right now. Um, What I... I used to do right now is we have a podcast called uh, Destroyer Live, and right now we're just on YouTube, so it's a video podcast. Uh, we're thinking about putting audio files out also, but
0: uh, and that's primarily we'll, in in Norwegian or, or Scandinavian.
4: With yeah, the, we, with we, the
0: occasional episode in English.
4: Yeah, we probably have maybe about ten episodes in English already. We have uh, had some with Roger Bernard, uh, who has the great.
0: The Kiss Books. Black the books. legendary. Legendary Black Books. books. Yes. And yeah. you, you know that that is not a that is not hyperbole that is not a exaggeration they oh, are amazing. absolutely amazing. So why don't we get into 2018 and uh, you know what are some of your top kisses of 2018? You don't have to go yeah. in any, you don't have to go in any order if you don't want and you know just no. say, tell us why tell oh, us what and why.
4: Yeah, um, I've had the t- I put down ten things here. It's uh, on number ten. I have the solar box. I really love that one. It's like the the other issues with when they just uh, had different colors on the vinyl and stuff. That's they're cool, but it's like just that they actually put a box around the four the four uh, releases and. That it makes a little bit like the Japanese uh, box set from '78, so it's like that's really cool.
0: It was a very uh, nice. It was a n- very nice play on that original concept of putting it in a box. What I was surprised with is how good the colors looked. Obviously, yeah. there was I think it was Ecuador released them on colored vinyl back in 1978, but these just look absolutely fantastic. They exceeded my expectations. So glad someone else has that on their list as well.
4: And I actually love the small uh, lithos they p- put in the box also. They they could have been a little better uh, colour wise because uh if you've seen the the originals they they you, you ha- there there are uh originals uh, original pictures taken uh of the artworks and they're they're just amazing. But um, on nine, I have Space Man. For me, it's the best days record since the '78 record.
0: Wow! Wow! So I, I just wow. love it. I, I just love it. Yeah. What I a, just love it. What's your favorite track on the album?
4: Uh, I actually think it's still Bronx Boy. Wow. It, it, for, 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 me, for me, that's it, it's, it's so different. Compared to the other stuff Ace has released, so for 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 some reason I can't really say why, but I I just love that track, and I when they played it live on the cruise, it it was like wow, it it really stood out in the live set also, I think so. It,
0: it worked was it worked fantastically live, as did yeah. uh, Rocking with the Boys, which surprised me how, how well yeah. that, that did. So, you know, Ace is making music that that does well live. What more can one yeah. want from anyone who records music? No, it would just, just fantastic. Uh number eight,
4: uh it's hearing Sword and Stone live on the cruise. <laughs> that 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 was just so damned amazing. It's like I'm I'm probably one of the few that isn't that static about the Bruce and Bruce and Bob shows on the cruise, but it's like, actually, just hearing "Sword and Stone," it was like, wow, that song would have been so great on an album.
0: hmm and, and and you don't get much deeper that, a cut than that. I mean, did anyone think? that he was going to pull out an unreleased Kiss, you know, basically abandoned Kiss song. Um, no, we thought he might go deep into his catalogue, and I wasn't expecting him to dig down into the basement there. Oh, I agree.
4: And and what I really like about, here, now about Bruce and his band, he, he makes Kiss songs that I actually think are quite crap-looking. No sound good
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I think he's lucky that he's able to you know wash off a lot of the polish that went on to yep. those songs in the 1980s and correct maybe some of the little faults that we you know as fans he listens he, he reads he knows what we like and what we don 't like and why we don't like i mean he 's probably seen a hundred podcasts talking about crazy nights and the songs being good songs but being too polished and having no edge, so he goes in and does them live and he says we 're going to do them. The Way the fans want to hear them yeah they, um uh, it's like w- when you
4: make a song like uh, you make rock, me rock hard sound good then it, it's something <laughs> stranger <laughs> I was tapping my feet and I usually hate that song, so it's like who know who knows why um then on seven I have dark light um with ace on the show, on the cruise. stabbed hearing that for the first time. Live that was i was in heaven yep agreed um number six for me was the vault experience on the cruise a different vault experience and i I, it was cool seeing seeing gene so casual but in 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 one way it's a if i'd paid for it i go it it I went as a guest on that one, so I'm I'm really glad I experienced another one. But it it was real nice, and Gene's always cool to meet. And number five, I have the uh, indoor show at uh, Kiss Cruise. Yes, and I'm really really happy. I uh, went to the second show. Just I. because uh you knew what to I, expect not, uh, by
0: then no
4: no but it's like um seeing i i knew what I, what I want was going to get so it it was easier to take no rare cuts and stuff like that and especially and the, the place it's so a place i had I, i'm in the in the in the pit and right in right in the front of jean so it's like they could really play whatever, and it would be cool
0: anyway. And you got your photo, didn't you? With, uh, that, with his foot.
4: Yeah, and I got the, the one Vega took from the side also. That's a, right. where I'm pointing at, Gene. That, that was really cool. I really wanted one like that. I have a lot of uh, pictures of me in the pit, but n- not that good. So it's like... But that was really cool and... i
0: i I have, reg- I have regrets over that second show because I was in at the beginning of the show, and I could have gone down into the pit to do uh photographs because I had the media pass, but I was polite and I decided I didn't want to get interfere with those people who've you know got the uh the seniority that gets them into the pit, so I stayed up in the back to do my photos and then I got thrown mm-hmm. out after three songs uh so if I'd so gone, you if,
4: should have gone down. If, I'd,
0: if I if I should have been a jackass and gone down and been annoying and gone in the pit and maybe I wouldn't have got chucked out after three songs. But you know what? I still got three songs and I got to take photos, so you know it was still a fun. And I think right at the end of that was where they did the one change in sequence in the set list, so that was neat. Let's yeah. get back to you. This is this is not about
4: yeah. It. And uh, number four, uh, doing the um, the pole guitar thing with you on the cruise that was fun
0: that was really fun that I, I, incredible i mean number one getting your your thing signed but uh you, you talk again sorry
4: yeah yeah just just uh you asking me and it, it it's it's like when somebody asks you you just like that and you do you don't pay for it and it means a lot so it it it's it's the experience doing it together really more than meeting paul again i met paul before so it was like but it it was really really cool
0: the the q and a was fantastic that for yeah, me I, was, I, yeah. that was actually worth the price of it. Of admission just because Paul was so relaxed he answered a lot of really good questions in a very very open way and as you know I, I will probably never buy another high-end thing like that but I don't want to go to one of these alone and when I think about all the great book covers that you've done for me you were just who, who am I going to take with me or ask it was easy so I, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed
4: I was really happy Um so uh, number three the vault experience in Oslo—that was amazing—and uh, the songs and stories uh, Gene did there was really great. So I, I really, I, in one way, I feel sorry for the uh, the people who didn't experience that on the cruise. So um... it,
0: it was a fun segment of the vault experience. And I mean, I went to two vaults, one as a guest, one as a purchaser. And I enjoyed it. Well, obviously the songs and stories at the second one had Paul Stanley as special guest. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> not, you know it, it's hard not to enjoy it again when you've heard the same stories. But I was still watching all the videos on YouTube of people's songs and stories while he was doing them. And you saw how he would do some of the same stories, but there was always a chance that someone was going to ask him something from the audience and he would go in Damn. a slightly different way so even though the basics were very similar between them there was still enough um fan interaction where you did have something different and unique on all of them and that's what i think people certainly did miss on the cruise because uh he could have just performed his usual but there would have been a question that maybe would have had him remember something and you didn't get the chance on the cruise to maybe experience something uh, unique
4: yeah. And and on the cruise, it's like it, it couldn't have been a lot better on the cruise if the questions had, had been better. I think there there were some people there derailing the whole thing. Like, well, one, I'm not going to say what it talked about, but it's like it went on and on and on about one thing that probably didn't interest anybody else but him and the whole audience and that. that 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 stuff they really should stop it's like when one person get 10 minutes or 10 minutes alone then it's bad and okay and on number two the uh, gene solovan show in stockholm (laughs) that was so damn amazing and and the uh, place, it's like the atmosphere there. It, it's so incredible. We, we, you really have to be there to understand it, but it's like, um, yeah, it, it was really, really special.
0: It's one so, of the very best DVDs for if Gene's band never plays again with Gene, that is probably going to be one of the defining videos because it's just an incredible performance plus mocking the stage guy. Um, yeah. and, and having the, the, the kid come up and drum. But the performance of the songs and the selection of songs is just absolutely fantastic. And it's at a legendary venue because of course they played yeah. there in 1976 with kiss and at the, it was packed. It, it looked like a really good-sized audience for a Gene show, yeah. uh, because of everything that was going on. So you're lucky to have been a part of that.
4: But it, it, it's like it was a great day. The weather was incredible, and uh, and it's like uh, the light light was just right, and you you had uh, had the, all the rides going around you and stuff like that. Just incredible. Had a crazy audience yeah (laughs) scandinavian audience i've been to a lot crazier concerts than that than than that in scandinavia it's like we have we have generals we don't have seatings at concerts like in the states so it's like it's usually pretty wild in front of the stages
0: yes uh i'm just comparing to my experience of the gene simmons band in canada where everyone was so very nice and polite yeah
4: um and number one it's actually uh meeting people in uh especially in atlanta oh yes that the first the first night in atlanta it was okay it it was cool seeing Vinny and stuff but it meeting people was the whole the coolest thing the evening we had down there and the restaurant was or what is it? Was it a restaurant? I'm not really sure. But where to serve food anyway. That was just incredible. Just that just that meet first
0: it. night dinner was absolutely insane. If you think about who just like randomly appeared at this table. I know that some of us had had plans to get a big table. And then it was just see who shows up. And that was the first time I met you. The first time yeah. I met Roger Bernard. Um, who else? Was, Arjen was there. Um, yeah. Ivan was there and, um. It, I mean, it was insane, yeah. but, but it was just so relaxed and wonderful. It's like all of these people kind of meeting for the first time just reinforce that we've known each other a long, long time on the internet. But meeting a person is just like a continuation of well, it's like I saw you last week and you know here we are again. It was so relaxed, but it was also so special. Yeah. Because it was that moment and the service that night was actually good. It was downhill at that place after that. Yeah. But, yeah. But it was just it was so much fun and you turn around and there's uh, you know Derek having dinner with uh, Eddie Trunk I think it was, it was what yeah. was going on last night and then other people coming in and you're like hey I know that person hey I know that person oh have another beer. So <laughs> Yeah. And what made
4: that even better than meeting people on the cruise there uh, as you said, it it was so relaxing.
0: Yeah. There, there was no rush to get anywhere. There was no, no. kisses performing. Then Bruce. Then Ace. Then I got to go buy this. I got to go get this. There was none of that. It was just, I've arrived. I'm relaxing now with friends, and there's no demands on my time. We know everything's happening. Yeah, it 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 was just an incredibly special evening. And again, I, I think if I do my top ten, it's going to be the people. Is going yeah. to be what it's all been about in 2018. Because again, yeah. meeting you for the first time in person, when you've known people online, it still comes back to that handshake and having a drink together in, in it person. It makes it real. Yeah.
4: So that was my, and you, you wanted, uh, some colos? I,
0: I am gonna ask you, we've got to touch on the one thing this year that you didn't enjoy or didn't meet your expectations. And if you don't have one, even better. Uh, but I, but I, if you do, I I, I, I,
4: uh, I actually have, um, one for this year and, and, and in one way, one that goes out into next year. Uh, the first one is, uh, actually, vinny not meeting my expectations this year at all i i think that started really cool and it seems like to go out with a whimper
0: it's it's been a theme that it's been disappointing after all that hype and atlanta almost immediately atlanta was kind of negative i mean especially for the people who were stuck in lines but uh what for you made it, you know, not meet um, expectations?
4: For, for for me, I I, th- I thought the way he, way he did things in Atlanta was really great, but uh, it's like suddenly when the vault thing with Gene, it was like cringe word in one way. It's like, please, Vinny, it's like it's it's too. Hello, Gene. Hello, Gene. And after that, the uh, the stuff stuff has just gone downhill. It's like the coolest when the coolest thing he's managed to do except meeting people this year are fleece blankets. Yeah. It's like at least release some of your some of your music. I understand if you can't release kiss related demos and stuff, but his own music he should concentrate on that.
0: Yeah. Instead, because of, he He's built nothing, really, on the exposure that he has had and some of the yep. negative exposure. You know, I, I I hope that in 2019 he's able to turn this around, but I I don't have great expectations. I've met him, what, twice, you know, in Atlanta without makeup and then in Miami with makeup. So, you know, I really don't see myself going out of my way uh, to meet him uh, again, especially after being burned on the performance in Memphis. So, yeah. you know, maybe the performance in Nashville now will go off well for him. But uh, I wonder how many people are going to travel from all over the world for that now.
4: Not that many, I think. Um, the second thing is, like, I'm, really, I'm a little pissed about the meet-and-greet uh, packages they put out now. It it, it feels a lot like, uh, with Kisler now. that it, Okay, it it's cheaper, but in... Uh, I, and I understand why they dropped the acoustic set that I have no problem with that, but it's like, like no, no autographs. Mm-hmm. That's, it's like, um, well, we both have, um, I, I, I've paid for a meet and greet in Oslo because I want a picture with new costumes. So it's, uh, same. so I, I know what to expect, but, uh, it pisses me a little bit off, but uh, because it's a little the same as a cruise. It's like, you pay, you pay about the same amount and you get less for the money in one way.
0: It is. And I know that I've been somewhat negative about, you know, people – Getting autographs, and you know, when I've been at meet and greets, I've always seen people just trying to get too many things signed, even yeah, though yeah. There, even though there are limits. Now I know there are people who only ever bring the right amounts, but it it just seems that they're just making this as quick and easy an assembly line as possible. And yeah. the I don't get collectibles signed anymore. I only get photographs signed, um, you know, stuff that basically has me in it. So I'm a little disappointed on that too. But again. As long as I get my photo of them um, in in the new costumes, then I'll just have to accept that that is that, and you know, at least I'll have that.
4: Uh, I, I I feel the same way, and actually, the only thing I need an autograph for anymore is uh, I need one eight autographs um, at some so then I'm fine. But it especially for people who haven't done the meet and greet before, then it's it's crappy. It's like you you could at least okay, you take away the acoustic set, that's fine. But uh, let people have to eat uh, autographs each or something like that. It, so. Uh
0: they might just be expecting there to be so many people wanting to do these meet and greets for the photographs that it is strictly down to a time thing, or it may just be that we're sick of policing kiss fans who abuse us every tour, so we're getting yeah rid of yeah it. I agree. and and it's also the way that other bands have gone. I, as I mentioned on a previous episode, you know I did the Def Leppard meet and greet, and it was they just handed you a really it's a pretty cruddy photo of them standing on some random stage that they've signed, you know. But okay. a, again, a, then at least it. It's a photo, and I do have a photo of myself with the band. So, you know, there's pluses or minuses to the business side and how they're thinking about it. And at this stage of the game, I think they want it as easy as they can have it for this tour, which uh, is probably a good thing because, again, you know, they do have a long road ahead of them, even on the end of the road. I still need a photo of Tommy Thayer out of makeup with me. That I can get That's the last thing I need in my okay. in my personal kind of uh, experience. I, I mean, I, I don't see that happening, uh, but uh, you know, there you go. That's the last thing I want. So I don't care about getting anything signed at the meet and greet. Or yeah, I do because there's some photos from the cruise. You know, the photo yeah. the photo with Paul would have been great to get that signed, but uh, yeah, ain't gonna happen. That's fine. I'll live with it. All right, so I've got. Okay. I, I want to finish this on a positive note. What are you most looking forward to in 2019, next year? What's what's really gonna float your boat that you know about now?
4: Uh the European tour and seeing a couple of shows. That that's actually yeah, and the meet and greet. Um, so it it will be the tons of rock show in uh, in Oslo, and that that's really cool because it's about. Uh, 15 minutes car ride for me, so it's like it will be chill. So nice. I'll just hope the weather will be nice. Well, excellent. You're
0: so. Excellent. You're gonna do Kiss Cruise Nine?
4: Um, right now I'm. On, I i do not think so. I, I think I'll. I guess I'll be on the on on Kiss Cruise 10. I guess.
0: Yep. A lot of things to decide about. Well, Nils, thank you so much for joining us to give us your top kisses of 2018. Have a happy holidays, and I hope to see you in person next year if the opportunity arises. I hope so, at least in the year after. Yep, absolutely. Okay, thank you. Yeah, see you. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds.